Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, Internet, to another episode of Fan Fan Bros. Bros. The show where the bros are fans, or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben Hameen, a.k.a. the Butcher of Names, also known as the Kevin Bacon of the Internet, the William Shatner of hip-hop, a former Herald of Galactus in my other life. And welcome to Fan Bros Show, special delivery. All that good stuff. It's Sunday night, Monday morning, maybe when you're listening to this, who knows? But we're here in the spaceship right now on Special Delivery Fan Bros Show. And I said we're because I'm joined by... Kim Sony and Space Ghost producer. No Game of Thrones names. No Marvel names. No Star Trek names. Otherwise, we'd be here for another hour. True so. indeed. It takes me long enough just to introduce myself and the show. The voice of the Urban Geek. Otherwise known as Fan Bros Show. Special Delivery. You know what time it is, Tim Sony. What are we doing tonight? Well, Ben Hameen, we got, I gotta say, one of the best nights of my life. It's the end of Resurrection, season finale. Wow, wow. wow. Of the Shots first fired. season. First season. And also, of course, as usual, Game of Thrones, uh, keeping it moving, keeping it going. Well, you know, let's start off with something that you actually enjoyed and speak on Game of Thrones. Latest episode entitled First of His Name. That's right. Re- yeah, referring to uh, Tommen. Tommen? That's right. Yeah, Tommen uh, getting crowned king. As the episode begins, he gets crowned king. I have to say, man, this was uh, kind of a slow episode for me. Kind of a, um, there was some action and, you know, some moments, but overall, I don't know. Yeah, it was a it was pretty uh, unbalanced. Again, they jump around to like eighty different people. Um, I, I have to say, overall, the episode I give it like kind of a, I guess a C plus B minus. Um, the yeah, action, I'd, I'd go more for a B minus. B minus. I think the action at the end really picked it up for me. It was good. There was a lot more tension. Um, but you know, the whole palace intrigue for the first maybe half an hour of the show. Was a little long. We get to see Lady Arwen again. Um, you know where Sansa is now. Your boy uh, Little Feather, Ben Hamin's favorite uh, character. He's all up in the place. <laughs> little Finger, Little Finger, Little Finger. That's right, you, Little Feather. Look at you butchering names. <laughs> yeah, we we got to see uh, Cersei and the Tywin daughter. I can never remember her name. Um, interacting, the woman who wants to be king. Uh, you know, the youngest Tywin daughter who was married to Joffrey. Oh, no. Uh, that's uh, that's the Queen of uh, Rose's daughter. That's who you mean. Yeah. The way they were interacting. Right. I thought there was going to be a little more friction there. Um, but I guess it, it seemed pretty peace. Um, I it's think she, a lot of manipulation going on behind yeah, the scenes there. Yeah, though, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Um, I, I kind of expected that. Anytime there's a crowning in a show, there's always some machinations behind the scenes. And Game of Thrones is notorious for having these big ceremonies, grand ceremonies, whether it's a wedding or coronation or something, some pomp and circumstance. And something's always going on behind the scenes. So uh, I kind of expected that. I did want to big up one thing about the episode. And uh, I really liked some of the dialogue. There was a lot of great lines, like Cersei uh, telling Oberon that, 
little girls that hurt everywhere in the world or everywhere in the world they hurt little girls and also as usual i think uh the hound deserves an award for keeping it real like the hound constantly has these you know moments where he just keeps it real like he's kept it real with sansa he's always keeping it with Arya. and on this one he had yet another great moment where he just you know breaks it down to the very last compound, as they say. <laughs> yeah, I like I like his straight upness. I think it's good because you know uh, Arya is a highborn, as as that other dude like to say, and so the Hound keeps her in check. Um, it's interesting to see how their relationship is uh, is kind of progressing, um, and uh, I'd like to see where that ends up. I know Ben, you you think that Arya is not going to last too much longer. No, I'm I'm more convinced that Arya is going to last longer. But I, I want to see if you know. I'm pretty sure that it's not going to end with Arya killing the Hound like she wants to. Right. Yeah, I, I can't see that happening. Um, another great moment for me. Spoilers, I guess, for people who haven't seen the episode and are listening to this for some reason. Uh, I really was happy to see Serpico, as I call him, you know, the undercover agent, meet his end at the hands of Hodor. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was really I, good. He annoyed me from the get, and I didn't want to see him actually pull off anything worthwhile because I was tired of him, and I'm tired of that whole crew. I want to see Theon get freed. I'm tired of, you know, that whole... There's some evil bastards over there. As if the Lannisters and, you know, everybody aren't grimy enough, those are some evil, evil, grimy people, and I don't I don't like any of them. I want to see them all go down, so I was glad to see Hodor put in that work. Well, Hodor threw Bran, of course, you know, with his vision... Yeah. And uh, I thought two 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 uh, storylines that really got really interesting. Um, that five minute segment of of course the uh, uh, Daenerys's storyline and why she will not sail on mm-hmm. uh, a Joffreyless Westeros and stay as a queen and start ruling the I forget the name of the slave lands or the I forget the 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 <laughs> land slave lands. No, she says something. It's like the slave makers or something like that. But uh, anyway, um, again, I don't read the book, so I'm not I'm not hip to the the throny lingo. But I, I do love the the show. Um, but I, I I did like that because I would be asking myself how come she's not gonna go and and kind of raid on their uh you know their kind of what's happening back on Joffrey's camp or the late Joffrey's camp. But I, I did like the fact that she's gonna stick around and kind of right the wrongs that that have been occurring under her watch. And then also, again, with Bran's storyline, this whole idea of he's that close to his brother. He's that close to reuniting with his brother. And then, you know, a higher calling is pushing him to go find the, the three-eyed crow and the, the tree on, um, you know, that he's seen in his vision. And I think that, that, uh, that was great for me. I felt like, okay, good. I have two new storylines I can kind of follow up with. Um, I like the way they set that up in the episode. It's really interesting seeing like what Bran is all about because he's like completely off on this different journey that just has, seems to have nothing to do with nothing with what everyone else is doing. I guess unless I guess they're really trying to stop the White Walkers or something. I'm not really sure what Bran and his boys are all about, but it's definitely it feels something like uh, for people out there who know about the Stephen King's Dark Tower, he feels like Roland, like he's on. Roland's mission and not on you know anyone else's mission like he's just seeking his own thing but well it's definitely I feel like the 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 magic component to the show um I feel like that that component through his character they're playing it up 
and it, it works because it's important to have that aspect of the show besides all the other machinations and the soap opera aspect. So um, I like when, you know, when he can make Hodor hulk out, like Hodor like broke his chains and just became this like crazy beast snap dude's neck. I was like, oh, this is great. I, I you know, I want to see way more of that. Um, I thought he was going to get all human torch on dude. That's you know, true. I, right, right, right. Because money can like light his own hand on fire. It's like the, these guys are like little mutants, you know, but I think they need to. <laughs> I think uh, Brand's whole track is for him to like feel how powerful he is and to, you know, get even more powerful. So I'd like to see how that goes again. I really enjoyed how they set that up. But again, you know, overall, it wasn't the most shocking episode. And we've had like such a good run of shocking episodes. So now they got to kind of take it down a little bit. Yeah, but overall, like you say, B minus. You know, there was a few other moments, but like it was more just another episode where it, it feels like they're building to something, but still not. But one last thing I do have to mention is once again the Iron Bank gets mentioned, and Tywin seems. I mean, Tyron seems like he does not. You know, he can't fuck with the Iron Bank. Like, and the Iron Bank every time they've been mentioned so far seems to be on some real like behind the scenes, but running everything. So, it seems like we're going to see them come in very soon. You know, see what happens there. More in store, more in store. More in store, more in store. Not like Resurrection, though. Where there's mm. nothing left. Which... Nothing left. How do you feel, Kim Sonian? <laughs> I, feel re- I feel relieved. I, I feel like I'm, I'm jiming in Amistad. I'm free. I, wow. I'm, I'm no longer shackled to the television on at that point <laughs> to like, you know what? I, I, I want to say something. This resurrection reinforces my reasoning behind why I don't watch a lot of TV, especially when someone recommends me something and they're right. like, yo, but this is good, you know? And I'm like, and it's on its first season, you know, or whatever. And because you watch something and, you know, you get hyped up on the pilot and then you feel like you have to finish and, I don't even know what happened at the end of this episode. Like, I mean, just, I mean, my, this is like the eighth episode, I think. So we've been looking at this thing for two months. This is like a, this is a compilation of eight hours of my life. Yeah. I felt like I've been waiting and waiting and, and saying, no, they can't possibly keep moving without asking these really basic questions. And every week on Special Delivery, we've been constantly ragging on the show, breaking it down. And not for no reason. I, I feel like they're very flawed in their science. I feel like they're they're really playing up the drama that kind of is, is out of place without a context of a strong science behind what's really happening. And I also felt like it's almost like counter-programming to the Sunday nights on cable, which are so sophisticated, which have been so sophisticated. And lately, this Resurrection show, I felt like they were trying to get a a piece of this kind of interesting storytelling. And in fact, they just went for the most basic total soap opera-like way of telling the story. And tonight was actually no different. But go ahead, Ben. Yeah, I don't even want to spend too much time on it because basically I feel the same way that you are. I'm glad that it's over. I'm not, you know, if it gets renewed, I cannot see myself watching another minute of the show. Um, 
Yeah, shout out to Omar Epps. Shout out to everybody involved. You know, it takes a lot. Boddicker, you know, I can't ever remember my real man, my man's real name, but you know, he'll always be Boddicker to me. <laughs> um, yeah, it was yeah resurrection, man. That I mean, and then that ending, it was just like so. Oh my god, so, that was just... yeah. I, it was it was a little over overdone. The other thing is, I, I realized that this finale could have actually been the second episode. And if, like, after the pilot, I would have seen this episode, I think I would have actually really still been into it. Meaning, like, you know, it goes from one to a hundred people coming back to the authorities getting in to, you know, all sorts of stuff. And I don't know how they actually were able to prolong eight episodes without having something like this happen. And it just didn't seem logical the whole time. And playing up all these weird old school relationships of the characters. It was just very flawed. And so, yeah, I don't know the way it ended. It was such a cliffhanger. I'm not sure what's going to come back or how it's going to come back. Yeah. And nor do I really care. Right. Um, in other TV news, if we're up on special delivery, have you still been catching up on orphan black? Uh, I caught a couple of episodes. Um, very interesting. Um, I ha- I'm not totally, totally caught up. With Orphan Black. So okay, I got to catch up I, on that. I'm one episode behind now. I missed last night's episode. But I have to say that even though not like Resurrection, but I said that I probably wasn't going to watch any more Orphan Black. I'm really enjoying this second season so far. And it's got me hooked again. So I'll continue to report on it. In the two episodes I've seen, they've still just been building up. There's definitely you know more intrigue, more drama. And... Not too much new information yet as far as the whole mystery of the clones and the organization behind them. There's even been more mysteries, you know, and it seems like they have a new main villain introduced on these two episodes. So we'll see where they go. Uh, I do have to say one thing I'm kind of disappointed in on the show is that they brought back the Russian clone because I felt like, it's kind of like on heroes when you kill the when you don't kill off the main villain it you know it's like it's like you don't have anything else you know you got to keep going back to the well right 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 i could see that but we'll see what happens you know as the show progresses since we don't have any more resurrection we'll be covering more orphan yeah black. we should cover more orphan black and then uh speaking of bbc if i can just chime in uh they've been running this uh uh series of the real history of science fiction uh, which I'm about is to watch those really right good. Now. Um, you can definitely I watch them the all back to back. I think there's only four episodes, um, yeah. and they're really, really good and and funny and uh, also really well uh, themed. Like they really yeah. stick to these themes and they jump around and and uh, and and really kind of highlight certain aspects of science fiction in a really interesting way. So I caught the first episode of that. And I'm about to catch up and get on the other ones because it was definitely very entertaining, as Tim Sonian said. I encourage all the fan bros to peep it. it you can peep it on demand right now on BBC, uh, The History of Sci-Fi. Anything else, Tim Sonian, before we check on out of here on Special Delivery? I think that's it, Ben. I'm going to say RIP Resurrection. Mm, uh, yeah, and, definitely. Uh, you know, just interested to, to see what's going to happen uh, next week on Game of Thrones. So uh, enjoying the season so far. Word up. True indeed. We'll have much more in store for you later on this week on another episode of Fan Bro Show. 
But right now, this is your boy DJ Ben Hameen alongside the homie Kimsonian, and that's going to be it for special delivery this week. All right. Peace. Thank you. God bless and good night.